Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. Joining us on 720 WGN, it's Hoops Talk with Will Purdue, sponsored by Calamos Investments. You know Will, former Chicago Bull, analyst for NBC Sports Chicago. Will, I got a question for you before we talk basketball. Are you also of the age where you want rock concerts to be matinees so you don't have to stay out late? (laughs) (laughs) Um, It wasn't a joke. I I tell you what, that's that's not a bad idea. I kind of like that idea. <laughs> Steve is on board. Know, Mary's on board. I'm resisting a little bit. The Bulls would play matinees, right? Is, yeah. I mean, the the funny thing is, when I grew up in Florida, we used to have those all-day concerts at yeah. what they used to call the Tangerine Bowl, and they used to start right at noon. And they had, you know, you had like eight acts throughout the day, right? But... What, what happened to those? And you kind of come and go as you please to, to watch those acts. And it's just, um, you know, that's, I kind of like that idea. I mean, it's, you know, you could go to a, a concert, grab a little dinner, and then you come home and it's only 8 o'clock. It's great. <laughs> I'm actually going to one of those. I'm going to New Orleans Jazz Fest at the end of next month. And so Jazz Fest starts at 11 and they want everybody back in the French Quarter to spend money. So the fest ends at 7 o'clock every day. So, you know, anybody oh. can be in bed by 8 if they want. There you go. I have a feeling, though, depending on what hotel you have, it might be a little noisy. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm not somebody that stays near the quarter. So what about the game today? <laughs> Are you in Denver? Or what, what's the scoop? No, we're here. So we do all our studio shows here in Chicago. We are uh, over off of... Uh, Orleans. So we'll roll in tonight and do all our prep work and get ready for tonight's pregame at 730. It's a little later game because the team's in uh, Denver. And do they have a win in them tonight? Well, they seem to always play better against the better teams, but man, Denver is just so good. You know, I, I everybody right now is talking about the Phoenix Suns and and Kevin Durant, they were just here last Friday, and we saw how well they've been playing now that Kevin's back and healthy. But, you know, I think quietly Denver, this might be Denver's best best opportunity in years. I know they've always been considered contenders, but, I mean, you look at that, and they have the best home record at 30-4. and four. I mean, I think the Bulls will definitely put up a fight, but, God, they would just have to play so well in everything. I mean, everything from shooting percentages to rebounding to to the you know the least turnovers to you know steals i mean it just everything would have to go right for them to really you know i mean that doesn't mean they won't play well but to have you know to win and especially at the altitude it's just there there's so small room for error well, uh, facing the Nuggets means facing Nikola Jokic the front runner for MVP Joel Embiid also in that conversation and I love watching you and and hearing you break down games. You guys have great chemistry and great perspective and great insight. Sometimes national sports shows can get a little heated, Will. I'm not sure if you saw some of the talk about who should be leading in the MVP department in the NBA, but 
it's gotten kind of nasty on a national level. There was even race was brought into it and things like that. Um, I trust your opinion more than anybody's. But do you, is Jokic your top MVP guy right now? How do you how do you see this MVP race playing out in the NBA between Embiid and uh, Jokic? Well, okay, so the people uh, listening that don't understand what you're talking about, you know, there's a possibility that Jokic could win this year, and that would be the third year in a row, okay? And there's, to me, I think at the moment, it it comes down to Jokic and Embiid. Now, everybody talks about different qualifications, analytics, how you look at it, and I'm going to, I currently favor Embiid over Jokic, okay? And the reason why is I don't think the Philadelphia 76ers are as good as the Denver Nuggets when you talk about the team, how it's structured, the players, the talent that you play with. And you look where Philadelphia sits in a much tougher East than people give it credit for. You know, I just, and listen, you could go either way, but right now I have a tendency to side more with Embiid because of what he's been able to do with what I feel like is a talented team, but less talented than what Denver has, and they're running away with the West. Right now, look, it, it maybe Bulls get into the play-in tournament. The actual playoffs, no, not going to happen. At least you know, unless they get out of that play-in tournament. This is kind of a, a you know down the road question. Well, we have a lot of time to talk about it, but I think we all kind of understand where the season is at for the Bulls. How similar do you? I guess I should ask. How different do you think this roster for the Bulls will look next year? Do you think the big three will still be here? How many changes do you think? How many changes are you anticipating following this season by the Bulls front office? Well, I you know that's a good point, and let me just throw this in there. I mean, they're still in the in the hunt. For, a, for the play-in tournament. You know, what we don't know is is where they'll be between 7 and 10. You know, I used to talk about a couple weeks ago, there's still a slight possibility they could get to 6, but I've removed that from the equation. I think right now their goal should be to get to at least 8. Don't settle for 9 or 10. At least get to 8. That way you just have to play one game in the play-in tournament, and the winner of 7 and eight, um, uh, the winner of 7 and 8 gets into the tournament, and then seven has to play the winner of nine and ten, or the loser plays the winner of nine and ten. But you just have to win one to get in to that seventh position. So that should be their goal. I think they're three and a half games out of that position at the moment. But in regards to the roster, you know, I think one of the things we saw is because they did not try to trade Booch, I think that Booch will be here. Um, I know a lot of people talk about that, you know, he, he won't be here, but I think he will be because I think they have every intention of re-signing him. But I think that what we'll see is is a decision has to be made between Zach and DeMar, and I think one of those two will not be here. So that means that the big three will be different. The, obviously, the next question is, is, you know, Lonzo Ball, will he even be healthy and ready to play yet? Again, that's what we don't know. Then you can talk about Kobe and Io. I don't think that this team will be able to sign both of those guys because of, you know, they'll be up against the cap. So I think there's going to be a, I don't want to say significant, but I think that this roster next year will be different. And I think it won't, it'll be guys in the starting lineup, but also guys coming off the bench. 
Well, we've been talking on the station this week. For whatever reason, it came back up. Uh, Michael Jordan's Highland Park Mansion, which has been on the market for a very, very long time. One, have you ever been there? Two, do you think he's ever actually going to sell that house? Uh, Yes, I've been there. Uh, It's a very nice house. Sprawling would be the best way to describe it. Impressive, to say the least. You know, I think we used to talk about every year for Halloween, he used to stand out by the front gate and hand out candy, and people would line up. You know, cars, you know, thousands of cars would line up and continue to circle around. But I just, I don't know. He just, until he decides to really drop the price significantly, which he's already done even more, it's still going to sit empty. Okay. So, Will, here's my question. Are you sitting on any Michael Jordan memorabilia? Maybe an old pair of shoes, tickets? You know, the funny thing is, I am not. And it's ironic that you brought that up because, you know, that's kind of like the hot item now that's going on. And I'll tell a quick story. So when I played here, one of the things I did was I had basketball camps in Nashville and basketball camps in, in Merritt Island, Florida. That's where I grew up. And I would do those camps every summer, right? And I apologize, you might be able to hear the fire truck behind me. I, where I live in the West Loop, the firehouse is right across the street. They've actually been very busy today, unfortunately. But back to the story. So instead of giving out trophies, because everybody gives out trophies, I wanted to give out something memorable. So what I did was is every week, and I would do two weeks in Nashville every summer and two weeks in Florida every summer. For the MVP of each camp, they got a pair of autographed, game-worn Michael Jordan shoes. What? The defense, yes. <laughs> the defensive player of the year, the camp got Scottie Pippen autographed shoes. And then Hustle Award got Horace Grant autographed shoes. So I gave out shoes instead of trophies. Well, ironically enough, I've had some people, some of these, well, they're peak, you know, adults now right. who were kids back in the 90s that have won these Michael Jordan shoes that have kept him, preserved them, and said, hey, could you possibly send me a letter to authenticate, <laughs> um, you know, that these are Michael Jordan shoes, this is his autograph, and you were the one that actually got him from him personally? And I said, well, I mean, I can do that, but, you know, I hope that you have no intention of selling them. But since you're asking this question, I I feel you have every intention of selling them because what they're worth right now. (laughs) It's crazy. Kevin, how much did those shoes go for? Oh, we we do these auctions. They just keep popping up, Will. Game-worn jerseys, shoes. It's it's into the millions, basically, any of that that stuff that uh, Michael wore during games, for sure, going for massive amounts of money. So yeah, charge yeah, well, him a hundred grand thing. for the letter. Yeah, there's that, that is true. I'll take I'll take uh, you know twenty five percent of the sale and then donate it to charity. But there is the latest auction is that guy that had a collection of their single shoes that are autographed by Michael, and there's six pairs in each or each six shoes. Each shoe was worn during one of the finals games during the six years that Michael won a championship. And I I think they're talking about that's going to go, that particular auction for those six shoes is going to go over a million dollars. Crazy. Just crazy. Well, thank you so much for sharing that story and for for joining us, Will. I love the stories that you share. And what what a wonderful thing you did for those kids that joined you for that camp. My gosh, they could be sitting on a bundle of money right now. 
that, I mean, they really could, depending on the quality and how they took care of them. It, they could be, as you just talked about, worth. That's, you know, that could do make uh, a huge difference for somebody and his family. That's a life changer. Yes, it is. All right. We'll be watching tonight. You know, hey, hey, Kevin, I had a quick question for you. I know you guys got to get going, but, you know, I think, you know, maybe once Lisa renegotiates her contract, she might uh, she might have looked into buying Michael's place over there at Architectural <laughs> Point. I like that. We'll have a show outing, maybe invite some listeners. There's plenty of space for everybody. I'm not certain that has ever been home to a pig before, but there's a first for everything. <laughs> well, you never know, but it's it's big enough that you can do a studio and you can start doing the show from home. I love and it. I could have all the animals I wanted. <laughs> it's got horses yeah, up got, at the Highland no, Park. No, 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 no. We've got rules up there. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We got to go. Thanks, Will. All right. Talk to you guys next week. Thank you. Steve's News is next. That is Will Purdue, brought to you by Calamos Investments.